Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. The Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIBC. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Guy Relford, host of the Gun Guy Show, Second Amendment attorney and licensed firearms instructor joining us live in studio. Guy, how are you? I'm great, man. And thanks as always to our sponsor, Fort Liberty Firearms in Avon. Great place to buy firearms, ammunition, or accessories. 8401 East Highway 36. Uh, Check out my buddies at FortLibertyFirearms.com. Tons of things I want to get to you. Oh, uh, yeah. to get to today with you. Uh, Beto O'Rourke had a debate with Abbott uh, over on Friday, and it's wow, it's so funny how. Yeah. And we'll get to that in a second. But Beto's backing off his hell no, hell hell yes, we're going to take your guns. Yeah, you find well, that he's figured out he lives in Texas. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it depends around. on which month it is. <laughs> yeah, too. well, that's true. true. But he finally looked around and went, "Wow, this kind of looks like Texas. I'm trying to win an election, <laughs> and maybe I should monitor or I should I should alter that stance just a little bit." Where was this? But I want to play you this clip. What was this clip from this was over the weekend right or is this biden on friday so this is biden over the weekend and he did a couple different speaking events none of them which went well uh but (laughs) this is joe biden doing that weird creepy lean into the microphone whisper thing about wanting to ban assault weapons together we passed and signed the first meaningful gun safety law in 30 years now we're not stopping there i'm coming back we are going to ban assault weapons again. I did it once, and I'm going to do it again. Isn't it funny how they said, <laughs> everybody was saying, yeah, this ain't the end of it when they passed that gun legislation earlier this year. Oh. Everybody was saying this no. is going to lead to even more Democrats. Yeah, this is definitely only the first step, right? So what do you think about, you know, that old chestnut of, uh, of the, old, the assault weapons ban talk again? Well, yeah. I mean, there are a number of things to talk about here. First of all, when he said we're going to do it again, yeah, Biden, Dianne Feinstein, they were involved in passing the so-called assault weapon ban of, of 1994. That was in, in, in place from 94 to 04, and, but it had a sunset clause in it. And so the Congress had to decide whether they were going to renew it, because if they didn't specifically renew it, then it was going to you know, fall of its own weight. So they commissioned a study by the National Institute of Justice. That's the research arm of the Department of Justice. They went out and did, did, did research, and they came back and they said, so-called assault weapons, you know, semi-automatic rifles with detachable magazines, um, account for such a low percentage of, of overall murders in this country, less than 2%. One, like we're around one to one and a half percent that were the assault weapon ban of 94 be renewed in 04 the results would be quote unquote too small to measure and on that basis they decided to let it just die because i always hear about this 94 assault weapons ban and they oh, yeah. champion this thing like it stopped everything in this country absolutely not so are you not allowed to buy ar-15s in that decade you could well no not well new ones there were regulations on transfer 
uh, of guns unless they had modifications done to them to take them outside the definition of, of, of an assault weapon. So the answer to your question is yes, you could, but you the manufacturers had to tweak them a little bit, and you had uh, magazine capacity limits. In fact, yeah. we, we all had uh, both pistol mags, rifle mags, even shotguns that, that had pre-ban and post-ban magazines. You could still have them you know, if, if they were manufactured pre-ban, but there were limitations on transfer. So it, it did nothing. Uh, the, the ban that has now passed the House, we talked about this a few weeks ago, it's sitting in the Senate, it's not going anywhere. I mean, imagine being a Joe Manchin or uh, imagine being a, a, a Kirsten Cinema and, 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 and looking at a tight race potentially as a Democrat or, you know, in the House or Senate and wanting to go back right here before midterms and talk about gun control. Right. You think that's what any of the Democrats right now who are in, in tight races in battleground states, you think that's what they Boy, want to talk about? They probably about right all now? face palmed when Biden said that. Oh, I guarantee you. They're going, oh, not this. <laughs> so let's kind of look in the crystal ball here. No matter what happens in the midterms, you're still going to have some of these folks, whether they're reelected or lame duck, in office until the early portion of January. Do you see some sort of pathway or timeline for the Democrats to try to do something like Joe Biden's talking about? Not a chance in hell, because they need 60 votes in the Senate. Uh, We've seen that they don't have the will to suspend the 60-vote requirement in the Senate. There's nowhere close to 60 votes in the Senate for this, so that's not going to happen. But I'll also tell you, they also have to know, anybody who's actually paid any attention to what the Supreme Court has done recently will tell you that there's zero chance that this Supreme Court would uphold an assault weapon ban if Congress passed it. That's not going to happen. They, Under the new rules announced on how we determine Second Amendment cases— in the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin case, there's zero chance this Supreme Court would uphold an assault weapon ban. And and and, and the people in Congress have to know that. So this is Biden pandering to his base, the, the ones that, that still pay any attention he to him. He can't pander to him about anything else. Well, I know. Right? And, and so, but it, 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 this is going nowhere. And, and, and to be honest with you, I almost wish that it would. One little devious side of me almost wishes Congress would pass an assault weapon ban just so Cong- just so the Supreme Court rather can 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 shut it down, declare it unconstitutional, and we can stop talking about it because that's exactly what would happen. And if you put it up for a vote too, you know who's on what side. Oh yeah, right because that's oh, a tough point. decision for Joe Manchin. That's a tough decision for Kirsten Cinema. Like they're going to have to publicly say yay or nay. You can't just miss that vote. No, exactly. You can't just go. Oh, what we're going to vote on what this week? Oh, no, I missed yeah, that vote. A, I'm yeah, sorry. No, that's a really good point. <laughs> and there are so many battleground states where those those Democrats want nothing to do with this. Uh, it's uh, Monday Gun Day with Guy Relford, uh, Guy Relford here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. So uh, Beto O'Rourke running for governor in Texas against Abbott. Uh, they had a debate. Friday, yeah. It was Friday or Saturday. And um, it's just, the whole thing is just kind of a joke, by the way. It's no way Beto O'Rourke is going to beat Abbott. The polling shows he's getting know. his ass handed to him. Right. And, oh, then, yeah. and then all of a sudden, um, you know, they made him answer whether or not he really wants to take everybody's guns away. Like he said in, what, 2019 in the in the campaign. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. Oh, yeah. Hell During yeah. the Democrats' just, uh, presidential debates, exactly right. I mean, it's just so funny how he's backing off that now. You go watch. I mean, he really was walking. He was doing the moonwalk away from that. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, oh, uh, well. isn't it funny to watch that kind of thing happen in Texas, especially? I mean, oh, yeah. You know, like you said earlier, he figured out he's running in Texas. 
Oh yeah, well yeah. We keep in mind who, who we're actually talking about is is Robert Francis O'Rourke, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, you know, and I always get a kick out of that. You know. He appropriated a Hispanic nickname yeah, well, so he get more votes. Exactly, yeah. not realizing that it's just one vowel away from beta, which is exactly <laughs> who this guy is. You know, and he didn't quite figure that out when he decided to select that particular nickname for political purposes. He hadn't hadn't quite thought that far ahead. You know, what's funny with the Democrats right now, like all of their quote unquote stars are just the oldest, most decrepit people imaginable. (laughs) Listen, the Republicans don't have the House. They don't have the Senate. They don't have the White House right now. But you can look and see some promising stars of the future. You've got DeSantis coming up the ranks. You've got Christy Nome. You've got, you know, Tim Scott. You know, there are, there's fresh blood out there. Oh, man, you got Candace Owens. You got, yeah, absolutely. There, there's so many people out there, I couldn't agree more, who are young, vibrant, smart, well-spoken. Absolutely. The bench is strong. And the Democrats keep trying to give us Beto and Stacey <laughs> Abrams, and all they nope. do is lose election after election. Yeah. No, he's exactly right. It, it, it is exciting. And, and I think this is uh, this next this midterm coming right up, man. November. How, how about this the, is going to mean a lot. How about DeSantis getting out there in front of everybody and saying, hey, look, this is a Second Amendment state. So just know that if you want to try any. Uh, looting type of business, right? I mean, he's warning those looters after the hurricane, we're a Second Amendment state. Let me tell you, this stuff's real. I, you know, I'm a motorcycle rider. You guys know that. I'm a Harley rider, have been for you know my whole life. And I, and I went to one meeting of this club, and they, they actually brought in a professional motorcycle thief who had just been released from prison. That's what this guy did. He stole motorcycles. And and they brought him in and he was telling us basically what we could do to keep our motorcycle from being stolen. It was kind of it was kind of a neat topic and yeah, it was innovative. Right. I liked it. And somebody said, "Well, what about in my garage?" He goes, "You know, he said, you know, how how should I should I chain my bike up in my garage? How how should I secure my bike in my garage?" And the guy looks right at the dude and goes, you dummy, man. This is Indiana. We don't go in people's garages. You get shot. <laughs> oh, wow. Really? <laughs> That's okay. exactly what he said. He goes, we don't go in people's garages. This is Indiana. You get shot. That's and Ron DeSantis saying, we're a Second Amendment state. We're a pro-two-way state. You don't want to be pulling this stuff. The stuff we saw in uh, New Orleans after Katrina, right. looting, uh, it's not a, something you want to you see in, here in Florida. Not something you want to engage in because we'll shoot your ass. I'm... I'm I'm good with that. I think most people who support law and order are, but then you've got people like Joy Reid who go on MSNBC (laughs) and claim that somehow that's a racist statement. Some sort of dog whistle or something. It's only racist if Joy Reid thinks that that only minorities are engaged in looting. I could tell I mean, Joy Reid what time it is right now and she would call me a racist. <laughs> no, so well, everything that, is racist exactly to Joy right. Reid. But really, she's literally saying to you, well, um, only people of certain you know, demographic origins uh, engage in looting, so it must be it must yep. be racist. I, her statement is more racist than anything Ron DeSantis ever said. I want to get your thoughts on these idiots in San Antonio. Oh, yeah. This was a story that happened last week. Uh, so a bunch of teenagers got together in an apartment complex and San Antonio, and they were filming a rap video, but they decided to use real guns. So they're waving their guns. It's mainly handguns, but there was one AR, and the people in the apartment complex are like, what in the hell is going on here? Because this was a crowd of about 11 or 13 of them, so the authorities arrive, and then a lot of people run, but six of them I think were charged with some sort of violation because they were waving these guns out in an apartment complex. Well, you've got a number of issues. Are, are they legally permitted to have a gun, right? I mean, based on age, um, 
based on their criminal histories. And then what are you doing with that gun? You're waving it around. You're pointing it at people who are you know walking past. Uh, you're pointing it at each other. I've seen that where people are smart. You know they're they're you know they're 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 trying to be cute and entertaining on a TikTok or whatever with right. a gun. And what are they doing? They're waving it around, pointing it at themselves. Dude, you see that on social media a lot, all the time. And How so, many times have we had a story about some scumbag that shot somebody, and on their social media, there's a picture of them with a weapon being an idiot? Exactly right. So these people waving guns around at each other, at passersby, um, you know, at people in the apartment complex. That you know, th- th- those are serious crimes. We're talking about criminal recklessness with a deadly weapon. In Indiana, we have pointing a firearm. Um, in Texas and other places, they have crimes called brandishing, which we don't exactly have in Indiana, but we have a very close corollary. So, no, this is just a, an incredibly knuckleheaded thing. People said, we're going to look really cool when we record this rap video with all these guns and didn't quite take the next step and think, hmm, might we be breaking some laws in the process? And that's so frustrating to law-abiding gun owners, people that do things the right way, right? If you ask a police officer, what they hate more than anything is a dirty cop. They hate a dirty cop almost more than a criminal law-abiding gun owners we take so much crap from people all the time that it's frustrating when you see somebody with the weapon doing it wrong you hate those people more than you hate you know the people telling you you shouldn't have it to begin with that's such an important point jason and it's something i you know i take some heat on like on my show on saturdays you know i i I am i am death on knucklehead gun owners man i people do knuckleheaded things with Mm -hmm. guns I come down on them. I come down on them hard. I, I will I will refer them to the page in my book, Gun Safety for Dummies, that they really <laughs> ought to read because they did something knuckleheaded with a gun. And occasionally somebody will call and go, man, I thought you were supposed to support gun owners, and why are you so critical? And, and I'll say I'll tell you exactly one reason, and that is because every time somebody does something knuckleheaded with a gun, what does that do? It gives those people that would take our Second Amendment rights away from us, it gives them ammunition, no pun intended, to say, aha, those people can't be trusted with guns. We need another law. We need something else to put these people in their place and take their guns away from them. So every time somebody does something knuckleheaded with a gun, I'm going to be harsher. I'm going to be harder on those people than anybody else because you're jeopardizing my rights when you're an idiot with a gun. If anybody wants to continue this conversation or if they have questions, where can they go? Relford Law is the best place. RelfordLaw.com. Guy, thank you. Thank you, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.